Here we are. We're on. Stevie Carroll. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm really well, thanks. So, Steve, I am so pumped and excited because today is the first Tech Tuesday, which will be happening right throughout the year. Um, Steve, um, you're the Director of Industry Relations for realestate.com.au. That's the one, Tom. Okay. And um, a lot of the real estate industry is going to see you, me, and another six or eight agents across Australia in February and March, where we're going to be delivering momentum free to all the real estate agents. And what we're going to do is ensure, Steve, that we have a link available sent to everyone here to give them a chance to be first in best dressed to go to momentum every city across Australia. Yep. But today, Steve, is the beginning of um, a plan that I had to join forces. So it's a collaborative project between Real Estate Gym, Tom Panos, and realestate.com.au, where we're going to make 2018 be, this is going to be like a monthly university course on how to make real estate agents um, um, digital experts in their marketplace. Um, So I look forward to doing that every month. And I want to make it clear to every gold girl, this is not an infomercial for you. Go off and buy more Premier or go off and spend more money with realestate.com. This is going to be training sessions on helping you understand that whole um, space of digital. Because, Steve, um, just because you don't like it means, like, you shouldn't, you know, be uh, avoiding it. Absolutely, Tom. Look, the bottom line is this digital world that we're living in is moving at a rapid speed and any businessman, any real estate agent who uh, doesn't embrace what's happening on, uh, I personally think it's going to become irrelevant. Right. Okay. So, um, Judith, we're all live. Judith, uh, uh, my EA is here as well. We're at News Corp's uh, head office. Um Steve, you need to help me today. I'm going to tell you. Facebook has basically built my brand and my business, yep. right? But what I've noticed is this. In the last few weeks, the rules have changed, Yep, right? I don't get the reach I used to get. I've got to just try so much harder. Yep. Um, you know, my business manager is saying, Tom, spend more money. Um, and whilst it's still an incredible vehicle, Mate, Facebook has changed things. What's changed? Well, look, it's it's worth going back uh, a few steps just for 30 seconds. So when Zuckerberg created Facebook, he he, he wanted a platform that connected the world because because Zuckerberg believed that a connected world was a happier world. That's their mission statement, I think, still today uh, at Facebook. He has a personal goal. He wants Facebook to be the television of the 21st century. He wants everybody watching on Facebook every single day. Look, and he's not doing a bad job. I mean, a quarter of the world's population uh, goes onto Facebook every single day. It's about two, right. two billion, yeah? Right. Um, and they spend on average about 40 minutes every single day. But 2017 was a horror year for Zuckerberg and Facebook, because two things happened, Tom. The first thing was the rate of people signing up for Facebook started to plateau. And secondly, more worrying, the amount of time that was being spent on Facebook started to plummet, yeah? And they are two very, 
very important KPIs that Zuckerberg will be watching very, very carefully. And so he's made some rapid changes to the platform to obviously reverse those two trends that I just talked about, yeah? And, it, and there's three times, and they're, they're worth covering. So the, the first thing is, real estate agents, any businessman with a Facebook business page needs to understand it is now a pay-to-play channel, yeah? So if, for example, a real estate office has got a Facebook business page, they've got a community of a 1,000. Yeah. If in this new Facebook world they post to that 1,000, Next to no, body will receive that post. Yeah, the only way you'll reach that one thousand community that you've built yeah. is if you boost your post. Okay, so guys and girls, I hope you understand that Facebook quotation marks around it is not some you know Silicon Valley tech company. This is now a media player that basically says, "Hey, you wanna." Advertise, you pay. They're no difference to, like, I mean, they're no difference to a news call. They're no difference to a newspaper. They're no difference to REA. I mean, the bottom line is that these are these are media companies, and what you're saying is no more free kicks there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the reasons that Facebook have introduced this is one of the reasons that the amount of time being spent on Facebook declining yeah. is because consumers are getting sick and tired of irrelevant posts, yeah, uh, political uh, fake news, yeah, and also ads, yeah. Right. So what Zuckerberg is saying is, well, I can reduce the amount of commercial ads right. by introducing this change. Now, this is not a new change. Uh, we've seen over the last two or three years uh, the amount of posts reaching your community declining, but it's now down to 1% right. of your total community. And some people are telling me that's going to go down to zero. Yeah. Right. Now, the other thing, and this is a really important one, um, if you boost posts, yeah. but those posts are not getting any um, engagement, so there's no likes, there's no comments, because the post, Tom, yeah. is just all about me. It's about yeah. how great I am. Yeah, yeah. Then, even though you're paying for the advertising, Facebook will not guarantee who you'll reach and the quality of the reach. So, what you're saying, Steve, is number one is you've got to pay to play now yeah. on your business page. Like you might have all these likes, you've got to pay and play. And even though they like your page, very few people are going to see your post now. Yeah. Um, uh, number two is you're saying even if you pay. Your content has to be good because uh, they won't give you a lot of eyeballs if they believe the content is not what the people want to see. Absolutely, uh, and and so it's all about engagement. It's all about engagement. Now, look, which is which is like comments, share, exactly, yeah. exactly. And look, the best way to get engagement is make it useful for your community. So if you're posting to your community to brag about you, how good you are, how strong you are, and so on and so forth, then you're gonna be just wasting your money. And the analogy we use, Tom, offline, it would be a bit like buying or spending money on a leaflet drop, Yes, going down the high street and just throwing the leaflet on a, off a bicycle, hoping that it might hit a few letterbox. Yeah? Right. And that will happen if you're not focused on the content. Now, the third thing, Tom, a few agents have said, a few agents have said to me, well, 
it's easy, Steve. I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll just use my personal Facebook um, uh, uh, account yeah. to obviously advertise what I'm doing. Yeah. And what Facebook is saying is we are smart people. And if we see you advertising your services, your business through your personal feed, we'll give you a warning. And if you don't take any notice, you do run the risk of being suspended from Facebook. Okay, so Steve, what you're saying, what you're saying is that they're not going to allow you to use your personal Facebook account to uh, uh, rot the system yeah. and use it commercially. Oh, correct. They're look. They're looking at that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to open up that. Beautiful. Okay. So they're looking at that. Okay. All right. So Steve. Um, so. If you're an agent that's watching this, heard those three things, does that suggest to me like VP, like what they like? What's 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 Zuckerberg think of video? Well, look, I reckon, I reckon, Tom, there are five. If I was a real estate agent, and the yeah. agents that I speak to, these are the five things that I recommend that they do. Get yeah. your pens out and paper. So these are the action points. So these are the things that you should be doing. Yep, go. Yeah. So the first thing is you have got to start using Facebook Live. Yeah. Okay, Facebook Live. Facebook Live, because live video is recognised by the Facebook algorithm as a good thing to do. I mean, clearly, you've got to make sure your Facebook Live is interesting, but get confident with Facebook Live. Well, this is, by the way, gang, this is what we're doing. We're streaming on uh, Zoom, but I've got the, the live on Facebook stream. So most of you are watching this are watching it live on Facebook. So what you're saying, Steve, is... Um, um, live stream, yeah. Get used to it, yeah, yeah. And, and look, and a lot of a lot of agents are nervous to actually do it, but just practice, practice, and practice. And I think one of the things you've said, Tom, is authenticity, yeah, actually rules. So even though you might not look like an award-winning actor, it doesn't actually matter yeah. because it's the real you. So that's the first of five. The second thing I'd say to real estate agents is get used to asking for VPA for social media, yeah? Okay. And, and the worst thing that an agent can do in 2018 is say, Mr. Vendor, I'll pay for your social media spend. And I'll tell you why that's a bad thing, Tom. It's, it's a bad habit to get into, and Facebook advertising is going to get so much more expensive, yeah? Right. So if you get into a habit of yeah. giving it away for free, not a good thing. Get into a habit of including it on your schedule yeah. and asking the seller of the property to put their hand in the pocket and pay for it. So that's the second thing. Yeah. The second thing is... The third thing? The third thing. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. The third thing is, and we talked about this earlier on, you know, when I first came to Australia 11 or 12 years ago, the only thing real estate agents need to understand yeah. was how, from a media perspective, was how the local newspaper worked. Yeah? yeah, that was the only thing. Like, yeah. When was a deadline? What does a half page look like? What does a quarter page look like? And so on. And then they had to get confident and competent yeah. with portals like realestate.com.au, and they needed to, to be able to have a good conversation with the seller about how the website works. Yeah. In 2018, you need to add a third thing. You need to understand the difference between, for example, Facebook ads yeah. and boosting posts. Yeah. Wow. You need to 
be able to explain to a seller, you know, how Facebook works, how Instagram works, because you know, a lot of a lot of agents sellers now will be millennials. Yeah. And, and if you go in as a real estate agent and you can't confidently and competently talk about how these platforms work, you're not going to look like a forward-thinking forward agent. So that's the third. So, 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 so Steve, you're saying immerse yourself in it, muck around with it, yeah. play with it, be curious about it, um, experiment with it. Um, okay. I, I, I mean... Steve, the bottom line is you can no longer say, oh, it's just not my thing. It, I mean, that's... Well, look, Tom, you know, you asked me earlier on about the, the qualities needed yeah. to, to thrive, to dominate in this digital world. And one of my favourites is curiosity. Yeah? Yeah. You have got to be curious about how things work. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, you know, my, my wife just got the very latest uh, Apple phone. Right. Yeah, and I was curious to say, well, you know, I've still got the seven. Yeah. So what what are the differences? Yeah. Well, the camera is better. Well, what do you mean the camera is better? Explain to me. So curious in this being curious is an amazing thing, amazing quality to have, and having an attitude of it's just too hard, yeah. or um, you know, I just find this tech stuff too complicated. I don't think there's a place for that in real estate in two. 2018, Tom. Okay. So, guys and girls, in summary, number one, rules have changed. Number two, understand you have to pay money. Uh, number three, um, get it off the vendors in vendor paid advertising because you realize the more that you're going to uh, get, the more you can spend, double down on it. The next thing is uh, uh, live stream. They love it. They love it. And the last thing that I got out of that conversation, Steve, is what you're saying is understand, stop posting about you and start posting about the people that are watching your post because Facebook is being very, very careful at looking at what they see as being spam. Absolutely. So so Peter Brewer, I had uh, dinner with Peter Brewer last night and he, he was saying to me one of the pieces of advice that he gives to his customers is imagine drawing a horizontal line. Yeah. On one end of the horizontal line, um, the the, the, the access is this post is about me. Yeah. And the other end is this post is going to add value to the audience. Yeah. And what Peter was saying to me yesterday was every post that you make, you have to be brave enough to plot on that horizontal line where the post sits. And if the post sits too close to it's all about me. Yeah. So, for example, all about me is I've just listed three Smith Street in Drapilli. Yeah. Seriously. Most of the community... Stiff shit, that's your job. What are you telling people? Exactly, exactly. Whereas if you were posting, um, you know, five five reasons why Indra Pili is an amazing place to bring up a family. One, two, three, four, five. And by the way, here's a link to properties that are for sale in Indra Pili. That is useful to the consumer base and it's not intrusive. And it's also self-promoting, but it's self-promoting in a smart way. Steve, Peter's right. People do not care about you. They care about themselves. Yeah. So I think that's a great, you know, gauge or temperature to put yourself on a spectrum left to right. Will this post, will this post 
actually serve the people that are looking at it or is it about me, chest beating? That's a set, that's the first thing. The second thing is, I don't think, Steve, if your posts in social media don't position you as a trusted advisor that is of value, that improves your professionalism, I actually don't think you should post it. You know, I mean, any, you shouldn't be posting anything that is actually not brand enhancing to you and serving your community. You know, because sometimes I think people they try and they they post something to really. Uh, you know, be that purple cow. Yeah. But they look like a dickhead, <laughs> you know, in it. Okay, so let's move on. Um, Steve, um, mate, when did you come back? You you were in the US when? Yeah, I was in the US in January. Right. And uh, spent some time speaking to um, some very uh, tech-savvy individuals. My, my highlight was uh, I had a half day at LinkedIn's head office in um, the Empire State Building. Wow. Yeah, they're based in the Empire State Building. And I, I just wanted to get an understanding of uh, their culture, their working culture. I wanted to get an understanding of how profiles are going to evolve as we head towards 2020. And it was a, it was a really, really good trip. I mean, um, it's changing all the time. What's latest trends? Latest trends. And what should we... I mean, we're in February 2018. What's going to be big in 2018? Yeah, so what I saw in the States... Personalization. Now right. we've talked about this before, right. but personalization seems to be everywhere. Well, give me an example. The, What's that so, so there are selected Nike stores yeah. where you walk in and you can have tailor-made shoes right. for yourself. So you personalize your shoes. Your shoes, Tom, are made for you. So how, how, how do, so you walk into a shop yeah. and how do they do it? Well look. They're, they're very early stages. Yeah. It's it's selected shops, yeah. but augmented reality yeah. uh, is going to be a way that they uh, make this happen. So, in other words, imagine standing yeah. and you're looking down at your shoes and through technology, you can give the technology instructions. Can you make the shoes red? Can you put a union jack on the left-hand side? And this will happen in real time. And then when you're satisfied with the shoes that you're wearing, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, once you get out of the, the, the tech hub, you, your shoes yeah. go back to normal. But once you're satisfied, they'll be made. And that's the way that Nike and apparently Adidas are going. M&M, I took the kids to, the children to M&M World in Times Square. You can walk into an M&M store, so I'm talking about the chocolates. Yeah. You can have M&Ms made in the colour that you want. So if you want, if you want your M&Ms yeah. made in the colour of your waistcoat, they can do it. If you want the name of your children on the M&Ms, they can do it. Yeah. No longer do you have to have the chocolates that they 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 serve up. It's right. all about personalization. Right. And one of my favorites, now I didn't go there, but I was I was talking to a friend of mine who's just got back from, from um, Disneyland. And apparently uh, Disneyland now they give you these wristbands and the yeah. wristbands are, are like a tracker. So they understand where about in the park that you're going. Now this is the best bit Tom. So you imagine you're a 10 year old uh, girl, yeah, and Mickey Mouse comes over and Mickey Mouse knows your name, yeah? Yeah. And knows what activity or amusement you've just come off and starts to have a conversation with you, right? Wow. That is personalization. So I think the first thing that real estate agents and, and all business need to understand is treating an, a customer 
as a database number, days have gone. Right, right. So that would be the first one, Tom. Okay. So personalization. So I'm just thinking, Steve, in real estate, I mean, just the ability for an agent as a as a buyer walks into an open house to actually say, um, hi, Steve, thanks for coming back and have only had met them maybe once before. Like, to me, that's personalisation. Yeah. That's saying that you're not just one of 30 people coming through this open. Yeah. You're Steve, you yeah. know. So what you're saying is CRM systems might, you know, develop to a stage where, um, you know, you, you enter a number, their names already comes up in there. Um, okay, all right, beautiful. Any other trends? Well, there's two more I'd like to, to mention, Tom. Yeah. One, one is, there's a nice segue from what you just said, um, and we had a bit of fun in 2017 with my virtual assistant called yeah. Jarvis, yeah? yeah? I think digital employees, yeah. right, uh, will be something that real estate agents in 2008, the smart ones, the forward-thinking ones, start to employ. A digital employee. Which, 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 a, dig, a digital employee is basically a piece of software, yeah? Right. But software that enables you to respond to inquiries at 11 o'clock at night and respond in a professional, fast way. Uh, digital, a digital employee will do the mundane jobs in an office, which human beings currently do, to free up humans to spend more time with customers. Steve, I reckon that is going to be massive because the way, to me, you know what it's like in real estate now? It's like you're a David Jones salesperson yeah. and you've just got these email inquiries coming from realestate.com left, right and centre. I mean, it's a good problem that you've just got all these people, but you're sitting there, you're overwhelmed. Yeah. They're flying at you and what you're saying is that you can see the process beginning where there will be an automated salesperson that can help you actually service this inquiry. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the interesting thing is I was watching a video this morning. This software, you're going to have to train the software. So it would be a bit like putting um, this digital employee through a company induction because you've got to train them and you've got to obviously tweak them for as the world changes. So, 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 Steve, let's be clear. We're not talking about the Manila call center or the Manila uh, uh, virtual PAs. We are talking about robots here, aren't we? Well, we talk, we, we, we're possibly talking about robots, but we, we, um, we're talking about software as well. Like right. you, you can't physically touch. Right. You know, I mean, there will be robots. I mean, if you look at some of these factories in China, right. there are robots that are p- packing and parceling yeah. and, and, and taking parcels to the lorry for the lorry to go. So there right. are there is robotic technology. Uh, whether or not it's robotic technology or whether or not it's software, I think the audience today need to understand that digital employees is yeah. something that by 2020, yeah. I think will be very common in the Australian real estate industry. Okay. Um, Steve, is there anything you want to add more from uh, your overseas trip? No, it was good and uh, had, had, had a good time and, um, yeah, l- learned lots. You like the, you, 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 I mean, you've been to um, some of the big... Uh, 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 organizations that dominate the world. Have you been to Google? Yeah, no, we went to went to Google um, um, about two years ago. You been to Facebook? I uh, went to Facebook. Went to I've uh, been to LinkedIn. Um, went to um, Uber as well. And and can I ask you when you walk into these places? Yeah. How are people uh, how are people dress? Uh, well, I, mean, I would look smart if right. I turned up in these shirt, this right. shirt and these trousers and these shoes. I'd look amazingly smart. So is it is it is it like is it true 
uh, is it the perception that I have of people like that is like T-shirts? T-shirts, jeans. T-shirts, jeans, and amazingly clever, Tom. Amazingly smart people. You know, one of the interesting things is, so Facebook, 2 billion, a quarter of the population, check out Facebook every day. The employee, the, the number of people that work for Facebook is under 20,000. Under 20,000. Wow. So you've, you've got under 20,000 employees, yeah, producing a business that reaches a quarter of the planet's population with a market capitalization not far off a trillion. And the reason they only employ under 20,000 people is, number one, so much is automated. Yeah. And number two, they've got the very, very best, the very, very smartest people, Tom. Okay. Automation, and they've got the, the, um, the, the best talent on the planet. Wow, absolutely. Okay. Steve, what are the qualities, the guys and girls that are watching it, and there's a lot of people watching this live, there's going to be 90% of these people are watching it on demand, because we, we live yeah. in a world, we live in a world where people are not sitting on their sofa watching Neighbours with the commercials anymore, isn't yeah. it? It's all demand. So there's a, a big group of people watching this on demand, but I want to know, to the girls and guys, the great girls and guys in our real estate industry in Australia, what are the qualities needed by individuals to thrive in the digital era we, we live in? Have you seen, like in your job at realestate.com.au, have you been able to work out the template of people that thrive in the digital era? Yeah, absolutely. Look, when I see the very best people that work in digital or work in real estate, real estate, yeah, they're curious. And we've talked about curiosity. So yeah. that's that's a big one. Resilience to change. Right. Yeah? Like we, we live in a world where the rules seem to change every single week. You know, I mean, back in September or October, people with Facebook business pages were merrily going along their way, yeah. Yeah? boosting posts and yeah. reaching a fair number of their community. Just like that, it changes. Yeah. So you've got to be resilient to change. You can't sulk. You've just yeah. got to adapt and you've got to move on. And, and I think the, the, the third thing is you've just got to learn fast. But it's not just about learning fast, Tom. It's about learning fast and with so much information, working out what is important, what is not important, and making a brave decision on what you can disregard and what you can focus on to help you with your so, strategy. So, so Steve, I'll, I'll tell you straight. With Facebook's changes, yeah. it pissed me off because I thought to myself, you know, I've had it great here. I've had this incredible run. Yeah. I've had it's, it's like I've had this television um, uh, um, um, station that I've been having free of charge. And then over the years, I noticed, you know, they put a layer. They're going to hit me there. But here's a good thing. Any guy or girl watching, the rules that they put affects everyone. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to get penalised. Everyone gets penalised. Everyone's trying to be relevant. Yeah. So if I know the product better, if I'm curious, if I'm tampering, if I'm trying to learn, how can I, you know, hack this better? Um, what's the best, best way of doing it? If I learn what are the rules that, you know, work in this game, I'll still win against the competition, yeah. right? Because they've made it hard, not just for me, they've made it hard for everyone in that space. Um, so the good news is that you've got control of your destiny here. You can learn. And I want to ask you, um, so Google, Facebook, I, I think they, they've got like about 85% of the revenue yeah. in the digital space. But, you know, at the momentum events that you speak at and when I've done interviews with you and when we have conversations, like for me, 
It's Apple, Google, Facebook, and Amazon. They're the, they're the ones that we keep talking about. Oh, mate, look at them, Jeff Bezos, you know, um, Steve Jobs. So it's Apple, Google, Facebook, and Amazon. And by the way, guys and girls, if you're watching this, I want you to understand, Facebook owns Insta, Google owns YouTube. Always remember that you never, ever take one from one ecosystem to the other. So you do not put, you do not put a link of a property from, you know, from YouTube onto Facebook because they're not friends, these two companies. But I want you to tell me, explain in more detail, these four tech companies, what do we, what do we know about, you know, what they've done to consumers? Yeah, no, absolutely. Before I answer that, Tom, just a quickie, just going back to your previous point. So you were pissed off with Facebook. Yeah. But the one thing that, oh, you've done many things, but the one thing that you've done really well is you've spread yourself. So yeah. you've built up your own database, your yeah. own email database. You, you, you're active on LinkedIn. You're active on Insta. You're active on Facebook. Because one thing is for sure, Facebook will continue to change the goalposts and will continue to piss you off, Tom. Yeah. yeah. And if you put all of your eggs in one basket, yeah. then you are vulnerable. So my advice to my advice to your your audience today, Tom, is you can't control Facebook, but what you can control is your own CRM. Yeah. So build platforms that you control, yeah. as well as using social media and print and, and portals like realestate.com.au, but, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. So the interesting thing, just going back to the question about the, the big four, and, and one of the things that was interesting in the States is I thought that uh, the whole world thought that these big four companies were heroes. They, were, they had just made the world a better place. But it's really interesting because when you talk to normal people in the States, many of them are, are thinking it's time for these big four to be actually broken up a little bit because they're too dominant. Yeah. And, and one of the things that came through loud and clear, not from everybody, but from some people I spoke to, is it's making it very difficult for startups yeah. to actually make an impression because these four are so rich yeah. that yeah. anybody, just anybody who, who starts to do something that could potentially be a threat, just get bought up. Right, yeah? right, right. And, and look, we probably don't want to live in a world yeah. where we're totally, absolutely, totally reliant yeah. on those four. Because I'm not sure that would be a good world. Yeah. But look, when you look at when you look at those companies, you know, one of the things that they have taught us or or, or, or given us expectations is we want it everything now. Yeah. We're not prepared to wait. Yeah. yeah. You know, if an Uber happens to be two or three minutes late, you get really frustrated, which is ridiculous. Steve, I can't believe it. it happened on Friday. I'm at the Cullen Hotel in Melbourne on my way to Cane Burden to do um, uh, training. You know, the Uber guy. Um, the first one cancelled his trip yeah. for whatever reason, right? The second guy came six minutes. I get into the, I get into it, and I said, "Mate, some guy cancelled his trip. You know, I was going to cancel you." And this guy goes, "What's what, what's the problem, mate? What's what's your problem?" And then I was thinking about it as I'm going there. I mean, so it was a seven minute wait, and I was pissed off. Yeah, absolutely. So you put that into the world of real estate. Right. Yeah, and the question I would ask every real estate agent and property manager and principal who's listening now is, you know, um, if you're creating friction for your customers, 
their tolerance level, their tolerance level because of the expectations that they've got used to with Facebook and Amazon and so on and so forth is zero. Right. Yeah. And and the and the other thing is, Tom, we 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 we're comparing everything now. So yeah. so for example, the hotel opposite the Cullen, the Olsen, which is up where I stay, I checked out last week pretty early. I'm off the off to the airport, yeah. And the payment process, yeah. which only went, if I'm honest, was five minutes. Right. But you know, have you had anything from the minibar? Yes, water. What water? Sparkling or still? Yeah, still. Yeah. Was it the big bottle or the small bottle? Yeah, yeah. Right. All I want to do, Tom, is pay the bill. Yeah. And what consumers are doing now is they're comparing that experience with the experience of getting out of an Uber, for yeah. example. Yeah. yeah. And so what real estate agents uh, need to understand is your competition in the context of experiences is not just the real estate agent down the track, down the road. You're actually competing with all of these tech companies that have raised the bar on experiences. Does it make sense? It makes sense. And it may, and, and it's a challenging situation because, you know, the amount of inquiry that realestate.com gives to, to an agent is massive. Yeah. The amount of calls that come to, you know, like, for instance, like I can think of one thing right now just talking to you. There's no one more important for a real estate agent than their current vendors. Yeah. They should actually... They should actually make it easy for them by changing the ringtone, have their vendors in their mobile, change the ringtone for the vendors so they know when it's that ringtone, speed, pick it up straight away, yeah. like within three seconds, because you know that they're the most important people on the on the planet. I, I definitely think, Steve, that what will happen is um, the 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 the, the uh, Digital employee is going to help life, isn't yeah. it? It's going to help life with real estate, with the amount of stuff that's coming. Um, but um, so, so, so they're the so, so they're the qualities that you think you know um, are needed. We've talked about you know the, the effect of Amazon and all these that they they they're forcing consumers to become impatient with what used to be average service, look shit service now, right? <laughs> well, maybe even good service. 10 years ago, yeah. is now shit service. That's, that's what's actually happening. Because the expectations have, have, have risen. Yeah. Stevie, last question. Yep. Geez, we've, we've got, I've got to tell you, we've got high engagement there. We've got massive amounts of viewers here. I'm even going to bring up my phone. Guys, we're going to, you know, respond back to some of the stuff on Facebook afterwards. I'm just having a look here, but I'm going to ask you that last question, Steve. The last question I'm going to ask you is, Last year in your digital program, you had um, 100 digital footprint scorecards. Yep. What were the biggest opportunities for real estate agents to improve? So what's the biggest opportunity for people to improve their digital presence? Yeah, right? absolutely. So so very quickly, Tom. Yep. So as part of Digital Live, which is a program that I run for um, for charity, yep, yep. Um, we, we had 100 real estate agents who, who took the challenge yep. of allowing me and my team yep. to do a digital appraisal. Yeah. So basically we looked at everything that they did yeah. uh, through, through online. So their video, their photography, how they optimized yeah. what they did, and then and then that. Yeah. yeah. And we then gave them feedback. Yeah. And there were there were a number of things that were very, very common. So the the first is 
uh, inconsistency. Right. So what, you, what we found with these 100 profiles was an agent would look like um, an unbelievably professional operator on LinkedIn, yeah. but then when you checked him out on Facebook, yeah. he looked a complete you know, amateur. Yeah? Right. So consistency across all platforms is very, very important. The other thing that we noticed is with these 100 um, agents and their digital footprints that we, we looked at, the, the, the posts that they were making were um, inconsistent again. So yeah. they would post rapidly for a week and yeah. then you wouldn't hear from them for two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So the second thing is to really enhance your digital footprint, post regularly and consistently. Yeah. yeah? Not in waves and then have a and, and then have a holiday. And and the final thing, Tom, is and some of the agents who supported Digital Live, and, and I want to thank those agents and many of them I think will be on the call today because we raised some really good cash for the Smith family. But one of the Can things I say much? Uh, just under twenty grand. Perfect. Yeah. And and it was all it was all aimed at helping teenage children yeah. uh, who are disadvantaged at school. Yeah. They don't have technology at home. They don't have internet at home. They get behind with their homework and, and, and so on and so forth. And there's a, there's a division of the Smith family that work. Right. That's what we support here. Yeah? So the last thing is some agents did this very well, but use testimonials. Yeah. Right. So use testimonials on your LinkedIn. Use testimonials on your video. Just grab testimonials of satisfied customers Keep those testimonials down to 45 seconds, but they work a wonder to really enhance your digital In writing or in video? Video and in writing. Right. Yeah, video. I mean, video is better, but in writing is also good. Right. So what I'd say is uh, if I was to highlight the three biggest things, one is consistency on how you look. Number two is post regularly and not intermittently. And thirdly, use testimonials. All right, Steve. Um, we didn't touch on an, uh, enough. I, I think we, um, and we might touch on it on one of our future Tech Tuesdays. On, but I love, like to me, rating and reviews are massive, aren't they? Rate, like, like I mean, like you know that you go on a trip advisor. I know that you recently stayed at the same hotel that I did on the Sunshine Coast. Um, and you'd actually contributed on TripAdvisor. People make decisions on what other people say. That's going to be increasingly happening, isn't it? Yeah, so people make decisions on what other people say, but there's also a growing trend. People make decisions on how you respond to what other people say. So very, Explain that. So very briefly, I went to the Rumba Hotel in Caloundra. Fantastic three-day holiday, apart from one night, the family above had a party. So on TripAdvisor, I said, amazing trip, yeah, just disappointing that the rules around partying are not enforced in this hotel. Yeah. Quick as a flash, the manager from the Rumba uh, went on to TripAdvisor and said, look, Steve, we're disappointed that this happened. You know, we obviously need to look at our processes. How about you contact me offline and we'll work something out? Yeah. Now, that was a very, very good response. And yeah. anybody who was thinking about going to the Rumba would have seen the negative from me. And there's a lot of it was positive, but the one negative piece. But then the manager taking responsibility yeah. would have really scored the hotel highly. Yeah. And, and just to finish off, Tom, I told you about this and you, you did laugh. So there was a, there was a, a folk singer 
uh, and his surname was Carroll. Yeah, yeah, same as me, C A W R O L L. And if people Google United Break Guitars, so United Break Guitars, and United is the airline, the American airline. So the guy, he's sitting on the plane, and they're loading the plane, and they're seeing that these workers who are putting the the, the luggage on are throwing like a rugby ball yeah. his guitar. Yeah. So this guy's watching his guitar he's, being thrown by baggage handlers. Exactly. Right. So, exactly. So he get he get he gets to the other end. He opens his guitar. The guitar's broken. He complains. He was treated. He was just brushed away. Yeah. yeah. So that was first opportunity that United had. Second opportunity was he posted something on Facebook, right? And again, nothing happened. So we went well. Sob this. So he's a musician. He recorded a five-minute song called United Break Guitars right. and posted it on YouTube, right? And the lyrics, uh, it's all tongue-in-cheek, but the lyrics are about how disrespectful United Airlines were with looking after people's luggage. 20 million You're kidding. views. 20 million views. 20 million views, okay. right? And so there's two, two examples. The rumba, yeah. who... You have to accept that some staff members are going to do things badly and sometimes you're going to have an off day and sometimes you're going to get criticised on Facebook and social media, but you need to respond. You need to have a strategy around it. Rumba Hotel in Cloudra did a good job. United Airlines, poor job. 20 million people were laughing at their expense. Well, that's the power of social talk. And, 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 and Steve, what I love about it is you're basically saying is, you're not powerless. You've got a way to respond. That is in your control. You can actually respond yeah. to a client like Rumba did, yeah. right, and actually turn someone that's shitty with you to actually say, you know, um, I get it. And I know that you had subsequently went and stayed back at the yeah. um, Rumba. Um, so, guys and girls, um, I want to thank you for the biggest thing you can give us in this new world, your attention, your attention. We've been flooded with questions and Q&A, but, gang, uh, the purpose of these is to actually just stream. We work out that it's best if we just give you the information. I am going to respond to uh, some comments on social media. Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening and you're approving content, we love you, mate. Pump this out to as many eyeballs as possible. Guys and girls, I'll ask you a favour. If you've enjoyed the content, please share the video because in the video, under comments, I'm going to put the link for people to come to Momentum, yeah, right? Um, we're going to put that in the actual comments. I'll actually might even pin it to the top. Steve from realestate.com.au, thank you so much for joining us on our first Tech Tuesday. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Right. Awesome.